episode of the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you everybody for tuning in once again. It is my pleasure to have you all on here. If you don't already know, my name is Evan Roberts. I am a health coach, yoga teacher, certified uh, breath work teacher, and meditation teacher, and just an aficionado of everything health. And I'm so happy to have you here and to be able to share this knowledge with you. Before we dive into this episode, because we got some really good stuff for you today, I got a great guest on the show with me. And uh, But before I get into that, I just wanted to highlight that if you guys have been following me on Instagram, you would have seen that... I have done a fast earlier this week along with today, and to break that fast, I decided to use Organifi's green juice. And I was very happy with the results after having that green juice. It gave me a nice boost of energy. I did finish it up with some minerals on top of that to just replenish the body, but it was a beautiful way to really detox the body and kind of sync it back up into a good system and also to get some really good vitamins and minerals in there. So if you guys want to check out Organifi, feel free to look into the show notes. I'll have them posted there and you get a 20% discount code. So, I mean, you got nothing to lose there. Uh, All right. Yeah. Go give them a check. And aside from that, without further ado, let me introduce the one, the only Caleb Wood. What's going on? How you doing, big guy? Good, man. Feeling good. So real quick, for those of you who have not listened to the earlier episodes with Caleb Wood, I will have him kind of reintroduce himself. This man really doesn't need an introduction, but let's hear it. (laughs) Yeah, what's going on? Thank you for having me. Stoked to be here. Um, Super excited. If you guys don't know me, um, I'm at Caleb Wood Fitness on Instagram, and um, I myself am a health coach, primal health coach certified, and um, aficionado health uh, explorer, like our friend Evan here, for sure. Um, Evan and I go way back, so it's all, always good to catch up and hang out and uh, always talk about health, and, and we always nerd out together, which is really fun. So we got a really fun episode for you guys today. Um, shoot me a DM if you guys want to connect. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's talk fasting and get to know each other a little bit and let's dive in. Yeah, guys, just so you guys know, this has been an episode in the making for a while now. We've wanted to do this for a minute because uh, both Caleb and I, uh, we pretty much do intermittent fasting. I, I would say pretty much a majority of the week. Mm-hmm. Do, do you yeah. as well? Yeah. yeah, that's accurate. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would probably say I do at least four days a week of intermittent fasting, depending on the week, but somewhere around there. What about you? Yeah, yeah, pretty similar. Um, definitely try and make it as intermittent as possible, right? So just switching up the window a little bit. Um, But for the most part, yeah, probably, I mean, we all fast every day, right? When we sleep. So that's the cool part of it is we all do get a little break. Um, But yeah, probably about three or four times a week. Mm -hmm. Um, Strategically, I really try and strategically break my fast and change my eating window to a little earlier in the morning. Um, I've been messing with that. So like I'll actually wake up and you know, like an hour or two later, have breakfast Mm -hmm. rather than my usual kind of just, um, waiting until maybe like 11 or 12, you know what I mean? 11 to 11, 12 to, to break the fast. So I've been playing with it and that's what it's all about. You know, it's finding, finding like what works for you and just trying different stuff. You know, I actually, I kind of like that you're doing that though with the morning, because as I was telling you earlier, I'm like, morning time I'm always good it's mm. the evening time yeah that like all of a sudden now I'm 
getting super hungry and all. And I think I need to change that metabolic flexibility to where now it's, I'm able to be cool in the evening time. Whereas in the morning time, maybe I I am a little bit hungrier, but I think I've just trained my body so much to like go without breakfast that it would be a good idea for me to switch that. But let me, uh, let me ask you real quick, Caleb, play around with, uh, what, if someone were to come up to you right now and ask you what the heck is fasting? What, like, how would you explain it to somebody? Man, I would say, because I've been doing it for a few years now, um, pretty consistently, definitely before like plant medicine ceremonies and stuff like that, you want to, we usually do a big cleanse. That's mm-hmm. um, usually like a week of solid, di- like strict dieting, um, no animal products, no high fats, like so very, very specific. Um, and I think, I guess the best way to describe it would be kind of like a, like a nice pause, you know, like on, <clears throat> excuse me, on the digestive system, <clears throat> excuse me, on the digestive system, on the um, immune system, on your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's kind of hard to say like pause or reset, yes. I guess, yeah. because you're giving your body, <clears throat> excuse me. Get that bone broth. Oh yeah, we are breaking our fast today with bone broth. Super excited. We'll dive into that. But I say, yeah, like a pause and a reset for the body. Um, I guess you could just say kind of spiritually, mentally, physically, mm-hmm. um, to really just hit a, hit a nice reset button. And we're going to get into more of like autophagy mm-hmm. and um, mTOR and some certain things and benefits and why you might want to fast. So um, yeah, I'd say like a nice, nice pause and reset, yeah. you know? What about you? Well, yeah, I, how would you describe it? I really, um, I'm happy you said the reset because that's also something I came across a lot in the readings was also like they, they define it as a reset a lot mm. of the times, but it, the definition of a fast is just simply to go without. So essentially you can technically fast, fast from anything. From anything, yeah. Anything, yeah. right? So yeah. uh, I guess we're technically doing a food fast, yeah. but- I need uh, to do a screen time fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really beneficial though. Yeah. A screen time fast is huge, especially mm-hmm. in today's world, man. Yep, I've been getting stuck on it lately. Just yep. scrolling. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dude, well, ahead. I mean, that's actually, sorry, a little side comment here, but actually like, did you know that, I forgot where I heard it, but like TikTok, the reason it's one of the most addicting apps is because the second you open it, it's already playing a video. Yeah. So it's really designed wow. in a way for you to just yeah, tune in immediately. Yeah. Like yeah. there is no delay between what you're looking for. It's like you hop on and if that first video catches your attention, you're scrolling. Isn't that crazy? Stuck. It's stuck in, in the vortex. Yeah. Yeah. In the metaverse. <laughs> the meta. Um, but sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, you're yeah. good. So yeah. So that's essentially what a fast is, is to just go without. And um, so you can go without anything, you know, you can go without uh, food, you can go without uh, video games, you could go without whatever, you coffee. know, without speaking, yeah. whatever, you know, yeah, coffee, go without coffee, go without lights mm-hmm. yeah imagine if you did a light fast and light no fast. no artificial lights actually that is a, that's a real thing gosh that they, would probably be such a good reset for for your sleep and circadian rhythm oh my gosh yeah that's well cool. yeah yeah and then just getting like natural light yeah, right yeah because there's a there is a um there's a meditation I, I was telling you remember the dark room yeah so that like that that's would be a fast intense. as well of light where you're in a dark room for days yeah yeah <laughs> that's wild um okay so in your readings did you kind of fi- like find or do you also just know what constitutes a fast for food so for example mm. what 
activates the fast or what mm. breaks the fast. You're asking me that? Uh, yeah, it, like if you came across <laughs> it. <laughs> I, 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 I looked this up, so I do have um, uh, some stuff, but I mean, I just like, if you... If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's like anything, and I think anything that has a caloric intake, right? Like if it's anything that besides water technically breaks your fast. I mean, if, if I'm not mistaken, there, I'm mm-hmm. sure... You know, like we we did our fast and we both text each other this morning. We said, oh, we're, we're getting some bulletproof coffee. So we definitely broke our fast. But I think we're both pretty like well fat adapted and we're, we're pretty um, burning like fat as our mm-hmm. main fuel. Mm-hmm. And so we we're OK to supplement that and, mm-hmm. and kind of throw add some fat add some salt mm-hmm. and you know what I mean so we definitely broke the fast but it didn't pull us out of our insulin and, and uh, resistance that we have built right yes so we'll get, we're gonna get in more into that as well but um, I think it's yeah simple answer is anything besides water right so you are right and kind of like a, like a caveat to it though as well so okay so you are correct anything with calories is kind of what's gonna break your fast but there's a so there's a type of fasting and I can't remember the exact name but it's a very traditional form and that is like just water literally just water however uh, there is also okay so like a definition I found was anything that spikes your insulin okay. at all any cool, yeah yeah so like um, obviously sugar will spike your insulin hugely and then, uh, carbohydrates will be a moderate spike and then fat is a very, very low spike. Okay. So that's where you have these, um, like, uh, the bulletproof diet or like a keto diet, anything that's mm-hmm. high in fat is what they're trying to do is allow you to continue burning fat while you are eating. So then you stay in a state of ketosis without raising your insulin levels, right? Exactly. Okay. Or, or if you are raising them, you're raising them very little so that when you do go back to your, uh, fasting period, like intermittent fasting, you will drop back in really quick. Insulin levels will drop. Um, cause anything we really intake does raise our insulin, right? It's like pretty much anything you you eat is going in and it's, and it's, your Fat, body's car, recognizing it sugar. as insulin and, and mm-hmm. producing a glucose to to um, give us some energy, mm-hmm. right? Okay, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's so funny in my Good notes stuff. here. It says so obviously eating calories will break your fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're definitely right. But uh, there's also there was another part that I found. This was really interesting, and I know you have a lot of info on this. So we'll we'll jump into that in a bit, but. Um, also mTOR, which is typically released when consuming protein will slow or stop autophagy and and the fat burning process, which will pull you out of a fast as well. Mm. So there was a specific type of, I believe it was a essential amino acid and, uh, that uh, amino acid really raises mTOR levels. And so that can actually pull you out of a fast as well because mTOR and, uh, insulin are both anti-fasting, uh, like, well, insulin's a hormone. I know that. So it's an anti-fasting hormone, but yeah. So I just thought that was really interesting. I didn't know. Uh, Cause yeah, I kind of just thought like, Oh, anything you eat, but actually like, uh, anything without calories specifically, if you think of, um, like green tea, black tea, coffee, all of those, you can still have on a fast and you will not break your fast in any way. Zero calories, obviously, because you're not adding any milk, you're not adding any sugars, you're not adding any of that other stuff that would absolutely break your fast. But um, the tea and coffee are actually really good for you uh, because they do provide 
a level of a prebiotic, I believe is what it was, and that is um, going to help feed your gut bacteria. Yeah, and suppress the hunger as well. Yes. So if, you're, if you are new to fasting, and, and even still I've, I've experienced with a little bit, or a, a lot of fasting, um, I still get hungry. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Definitely. You're not eating, right? So your body's like, all right, I need, I need some food. Um, but coffee definitely suppresses the hunger. You're feeding the yeah. bacteria rather mm-hmm. than your body. So yes. pretty cool. It is. Yeah, super cool. Um, it actually, a coffee, a cool little fact too, is actually, um, so when you are fasting, you start to produce, hopefully you start to produce uh, more ketones in through the from the liver. Um, and that is a really nice fuel for your brain, especially. And coffee actually has been shown to actually double that production in ketones when you're fasted. Whoa. So cool little fact. Yeah, yeah I actually didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, oh, and sorry, I also meant to kind of have us state this in the beginning, but we wanted to also highlight that, okay, we are not professionals on fasting in any way. We do it often, so we have a lot of experience with it, but we just kind of wanted to open this conversation and provide you guys with um, just some basic information on fasting. Mm -hmm. And, And if you guys disagree or something, feel free to reach out to us. That's what this is all about. We're starting the conversation on it, but, uh, you know, we just wanted to really highlight that. And we also wanted to highlight that if you have any body image issues, um, issues with any kind of like form of eating disorder, you know, anorexia, anything like that, please consult a physician or a medical professional before doing a fast. Uh, It's very important, you know. We want everyone to to practice safely here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're you and I are both... We're, we're practitioners, right? At the end of the day, we're, we are practicing, practicing, practicing mm-hmm. to figure it out, you know, and figure, figure something out, right? Yeah. Like not everything, everything is, that's impossible, you know? So mm-hmm. that's good to state that. And, um, yeah, just be aware that, that your health is your own journey and figuring that out is, you know, it's kind of like your right to your health. You know, it's, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. It sucks at times. It's painful at times. It, you know, it's definitely emotional at times, but, um, you know, if you ever need support or anything like that, I'm I'm here. Evan's here. People are there. You know, don't don't ever be afraid to reach out. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I guess that's where I was going. But I, I like it a lot, Caleb. And you've been um, you've been a big proponent here recently on mental health, and I love it because that's so freaking huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people think of health as just. <laughs> your body and your sh- and the shape of your body right. and all and and but health is so much more the long longevity factor all that comes into your mental health your emotional health your physical health everything 100%. ties together and yeah. mental health is insanely huge yeah. like if your mind isn't right forget about your body yeah don't even worry like get your mind right yeah. then move on sorry this is a total side no thing. no it's a good it's a it's a worthy side side note for mm-hmm. sure yeah mm-hmm. Alrighty, Caleb. So now I would like to jump in a little bit on the benefits of fasting. So I found a few different things here that I'm going to cover and just hop in whenever you're ready to uh, lend your input on it. So for starters, I think one of the really big uh, benefits of fasting is just the regulation of the insulin levels. So kind of to break this down for everyone, after you eat, let's say a carbohydrate high meal, your body is going to break those carbs down into a sugar called glucose and a uh, as a source of energy that's gonna be used by your cells. Now, as this happens, your blood sugar levels are naturally gonna rise, which requires your pancreas to secrete a hormone called insulin. 
okay? This hormone essentially allows your cells to take in the glucose and use it as energy. And the issue with this is that as you start to eat, you know, these really sucky carbs and really high sugary diets. So kind of like basically like the standard American diet. Uh, sad diet. Yeah, the sad diet. That poor diet. Terrible. <laughs> uh, but what ends up happening is when you eat more and more and more of these crappy carbs and sugars, your body is working overtime to release insulin from your pancreas so that it can balance your blood sugar levels by allowing your cells to absorb the glucose for energy. But once they get full, it then has to send that glucose to be stored as fat. And over time, with your pancreas working like super hard and- Over time, working overtime. Trying to balance your body, literally. uh, This will often lead to insulin sensitivity, which is the leading cause of type two diabetes. Yeah, I think what you just just described is is metabolic syndrome as well. Mm, right? Interesting. So you're, Talk, you're tell me about that. Well, you're in a in, an insulin resistant state, like you're saying, right? So your body's not able to um, deal with the fluctuations in, in, in insulin because it's at such a heightened state all the time, right? Mm. So um, what we're trying to get to is metabolic flexibility and. Um, what I learned a lot in uh, Primal Health Coaching Institute uh, with Mark Sisson, um, shout out to Mark, si- Mark Sisson, we'll hope to have you on the podcast one day, that'd be awesome. Um, but metabolic flexibility is something that we do with our clients to reset the metabolism and get the body to, to start burning efficiently with, um, with that fat storage. So, And that's one of the beautiful benefits of fasting is it allows you to do that. So it allows you to just for one, just stop, like Mm -hmm. just stop the body producing or uh, working so hard, stop the the, um, digestive system Mm -hmm. from working so damn hard, stop your brain from trying to balance all the hormones you're throwing all all over the place and just take a step back and allow your body to take in the fuel, use that fuel and then go to what is next, which is your fat storage, right? So tap into what is there for us and from from a primal health perspective what is there for our survival right we carry a little bit of weight we want to carry a little bit of fat right Mm -hmm. obviously being overweight is is unhealthy you know um yeah it's like we don't want to be fat or unhealthy right that's not necessarily the healthy way to be we want to be leaner but have a little bit of fat that way we still can tap into it when we need it and that is the like the optimal fuel right there, that, that fat storage and that ketones. A um, little bit of a rant there, but metabolic no, no, I like flexibility in, in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what we're really going for. It's easier for, for your body to bounce back in between fats and carbs mm-hmm. and that those insulin spikes, mm-hmm. you know, without feeling a huge crash or without like, a, like Dave Asprey says, getting, um, hypoglybitchy, hypoglybitchy. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a yeah. real thing. We've yeah, all felt is. that, you yeah. know, like hangry. Oh, when you're hangry. hangry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When, you're, when you're hangry, that's mm-hmm. like not even you talking. That's your, your gut saying, feed me, feed me, feed me. And your fat cells saying, feed me, yep. you know? Um, and you're just packing more and more and more on it. So yep. Yeah, metabolic flexibility in a nutshell, and then uh, that metabolic syndrome is, is exactly what you described mm-hmm. pretty much, yeah. Well, and that's kind of, I'm gonna take a little detour here a little bit. Um, oh, man. That's actually something I really enjoyed t- like thinking about and talking about too, is 
fat gets so demonized because obviously yeah. there's a lot of you know obese people in the the world nowadays and and it leads to a lot of you know health issues down the road but realistically fat is a reserve it's actually mm. an organ yeah oh, all wow. of your yeah so fat is actually considered an organ oh, like wow. you have different types of fat subcutaneous all these right mm. but it is an organ and they actually release hormones fat releases hormones into the i was tripping out and like that's cool also this is a crazy fact about uh fat i was listening to this on the sean stevenson show and he's talking about how your fat, when you gain fat, you're not actually producing new fat cells. You have fat cells that become engorged with fat. Wow. So these fat cells actually expand. And uh, I think he said that they can expand up to like a thousand times their normal size. That's incredible. So that's what, ha wow. what is actually happening is when you get, when you get like gain weight or gain fat, um, your cells are, or your fat cells are actually just getting larger. Wow. Crazy, huh? Wow, yeah. Yeah. Totally crazy. But I also, I wanted to ask you this, Caleb. So, obviously, there were periods of feast and famine. I mean, even, you know, we can look back historically not even that long ago. Yeah. And that was an issue, you know, the potato famine in Ireland or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Where it's like people went, you know, for a while without like a good amount of food. But yeah. if we're going more primal, let's go back mm. to a um, tribal setting, yeah. right? How often do you think people were doing let's say an intermittent fast mm -hmm. of 16 hours. And then how often do you think they were doing beyond 24, yeah. 36? Yeah, man, that's, um, that's as primal as it gets, man. That's, um, uh, like Mark Sisson says, uh, in primal health coaching, he, we, um, we ate as animals, we, we ate and then we didn't eat. So it wasn't like we were always snacking. We weren't always eating and snacking and, and sitting down at the desk and with a string cheese and a Cheetos, you know what I mean? Like we weren't just always snacking. We were more like an animal, like a modern animal nowadays, like a lion isn't walking around snacking all the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They will eat, they will sometimes, a lot of times overeat mm -hmm. so that way they can actually store some of that fat and then tap into it at a later time. Right. So that's what we did. You know, naturally we would eat, we would make a kill, we would go forage, you know, we would all get hungry. We would, for, for one thing, we would eat when we're hungry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> not we, out of boredom. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's another thing we have to uh, take into account is that our refrigerator is full of food. We could literally walk over and go, we could literally walk over and to the, to the, um, to the fridge and get whatever we want you know, walk to the, the store, whatever, go to the store and get whatever we want. So that readily available food isn't the best for our health because mm -hmm. now we're just packing on those extra pounds. We're eating all the time, eating too much. So snacking, snacking, man. Yeah. Uh. And I used to do that like back when we played football and when I was an athlete, when I was a college athlete, it was like, Oh, every two hours, every two hours, I have to eat something. I have to eat. I have to have a protein shake. I have to do this or that. And, and that's, that's, for one thing, we're not talking about uh, performance. We're not talking about like an athletic, like we're not training um, the next, you know, Michael Phelps or yeah. Olympic athlete. Mm -hmm. We're talking about longevity. We're talking about uh, sustenance, mm -hmm. being satiated. We're talking about like maybe putting on some muscle mm -hmm. and losing fat. Mm -hmm. So that's, what that's the approach I think Evan and I are both coming out of. Not like how to get your gains, you know what I mean? You've <laughs> yeah, got to no. eat your protein. Like, it all has its place. Absolutely. Whatever your goals are, you know, follow that. But 
wow, to, for a long story short, to make a long story short for your answer, yeah. um, we ate and we overate and then we, we didn't eat. Mm. So we would fill up on a nice meal, mm-hmm. usually plants and animals, and then we wouldn't eat. So, and we would save because we were in a survival mode. We were, we were right. hunter gatherers. Right. And so we would save our food for later until we got hungry again. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't always be feeding ourselves. Right. So that's a huge takeaway from kind of primal health is integrating like what humans have done for millions of years. Right. We have intermittent fasted for millions of years. Right. Undoubtedly. You right. know what I mean? Um, just because it's a good survival tactic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How often would you say, though, we would go 24 hours plus mm. without food? How often do you think that probably Honestly, works? I think pretty frequently. You think so? Yeah, I do. Because or maybe more, maybe more like around like wintertime? Yeah. Having that? Yeah, mm. for sure. And yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like yeah. I was just thinking about this as I was doing studying. I was like, you know, I wonder how often we actually right. were going through it. But I think we would go on um, pretty long fasts sometimes like five days plus because mm. imagine if you're traveling and you can't find food you know what i mean now you're gonna eat little things insects right, things. right. this is definitely like strictly primal approach obviously we're not we're not out we're not out <laughs> yeah. going getting insects and eating ladybugs and caterpillars yeah, right yeah. now but um if you think about it you and your family and your tribe are moving along you know you might not f- catch anything mm-hmm. it's kind of luck of the draw right like you're, you're you might might get a kill. You mm-hmm. might find a, a wild melon patch or potato patch or something, but sometimes you wouldn't. You know what I mean? And but they they would overeat when they did have it, and they would actually store some of that fat. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying to go and overeat right now, like yeah. <laughs> and store a bunch of fat because right. that's not what our society and culture needs necessarily. But um, yeah, I think we would go frequently. Mm-hmm. 24 hours, three days plus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. We, we do in a way eat way more than we need to, but a lot of the times they say that's actually just because the, um, flavor profiles of our food are so like delicious and tasty that it makes you want to eat more. Whereas they, they said like, okay, if someone served you, five potatoes worth of french fries and then five potatoes worth of just steamed potatoes nothing on it right which one are you going to be able to eat like you're going to eat the french fries right no problem that good stuff yeah because they're so delicious you know what i mean but uh i love fries yeah i know it's a hard one (laughs) i am a sucker for fries (laughs) and fried foods are so bad but they're so good in and out fries yeah man wow If, if you don't live on the west coast come on out come on out (laughs) (laughs) in and out is this place to be um cool uh, okay so i real quick i wanted to just highlight though and you actually you said this it's really funny this is like exactly my notes but uh that's what it is fasting is giving your body a rest an opportunity not only to catch up but to make sure everything's in working order yeah uh so that's why regardless of your diet fasting can really help balance your body because let's say you are eating twinkies and mcdonald's every day if you fast that's going to be huge for your pancreas, your stomach, everything, because yeah. it's like cleansing itself and allowing, you know, the insulin levels to come back down, your pancreas to just literally breathe for a second. You know what I mean? So it is, it's truly a reset. That in itself to me is worth it. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, and then let's see, 
while you uh, do a fast, your body will begin to use your fat or stored glucose as energy and your glucose levels will remain stable while your insulin levels drop and your pancreas gets a bit, a bit of rest. So yeah, that nice. just kind of highlights that uh, really what's happening is, and I'll kind of get into this more, but essentially once you go into a state of, of ketosis, which can take a little while, uh, your body will then begin to burn fat instead of you know, sugar, carbohydrates, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and what that really is what's going to allow your pancreas to rest because now it no longer needs to secrete insulin to have the glucose be used as energy. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So not a <laughs> lot, lot going on there. Um, and then and it, go for we it. Can, we can note that it's, um, I have just written here, it's not a competition either. Mm. You know, like we're not competing to do the longest fast or competing to keep up with, you, you know, um, some of these names that we're mentioning, you know, people like Dave Asprey and Mark Sisson and Thomas DeLauer that I'll mention, these are like experts, you know what I mean? Absolutely. We're not trying to like keep up with their fasting, uh, schedule or anything mm -hmm. like that. And it's, it's just, you know, find out what works for you. Skip breakfast, skip lunch, see how it feels, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, I, I really like that. And also, uh, just a quick mention here, uh, all the names that Caleb just mentioned, they definitely are providing a lot of the information we're using here, uh, specifically for myself, Dave Asprey, uh, his book Fast This Way was used largely in this podcast. So just for reference, and also if you want to read it, it's a great, uh, great book to read. Nice. Um, but and then kind of going on, uh, I've got two more uh, main things that I wanted to highlight about why fasting is so good and the next one is a really good one and that's uh the well-known fact that fasting um really initiates autophagy which is essentially the self-cleaning process that takes place in the body where all these little dead cell parts toxins pathogens uh they that you know naturally accumulate in the body and can affect things such as your cell reproduction um and can cause aging and cancer they're all swept up and disposed of That's amazing during this moment of autophagy this is, is I, it's so cool because I, I nerd out so much mm -hmm. on this because it's like, as a, this is our built in technology. Mm -hmm. Like, so smart. This is like a, like, we can literally flip a switch mm -hmm. in our bodies when that autophagy starts to kick in, like around what, 16 hours, 18 hours. That's what's really ramping up, right? Your body is cleaning house, your body is yes. taking down the the invaders the free radicals the bad cells is recreating itself and that's where that's where a lot of a lot of people will say this is kind of an anti-aging tactic right yes. to like repair your skin and repair your gut yes and, you know so that's just so cool i i just I, I honestly get fired up on it because you know i felt the benefits of it too yes. like feel amazing like right now i feel great yeah you know yeah and we've been fast we had fasted for 28 hours 28 hours, hours. yeah so yeah. It's just so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, and and you pretty much hit on as well. You said like heal the gut. Yeah, That's another man. huge one. Um, uh, I I was hearing, uh, it's been, a, I, I, I can't remember now. I think it was like butyrate or something is released by 
the bacteria in your gut mm. and that helps heal the stomach lining. I think that's what it was. I can't really remember for sure, but I do know that it is good for your gut. And then also just the fact that you're not eating yeah. gives your whole digestive system like a rest. Um, Absolutely. But also with autophagy, it's also been shown to slow the aging process, reduce inflammation and enhance your body's overall performance. So once again, like just so badass good thing after good thing um and then the last one i have here is intermittent fasting has also been shown to influence nad and bear with me uh nicotinamide <laughs> adenine dinucleotide sounds, sounds so good to me dude we're just gonna stick that with nad great. uh and that mainly allows your cells to generate energy repairs dna and keeps proteins properly shaped to avoid mental decline Amazing. and protect protect cells from oxidative stress. Amazing. So it's great for the brain too. It's ins- oh, oh, and wow. this is, um, I believe this is the thing that was like made recently. Uh, you have to get a prescription to buy this yeah, now. They, they, um, they, you can't just go get it at banned. a supplement yeah. store. Yeah, it's wild. But gl- it's a part of glutathione, right? And you can take yeah. glutathione to get NAD. Wow. Essentially. But crazy, right? Yeah. That's oh, wild. Man, it really, yeah. Uh-huh. That's a whole box of, that's uh-huh. a whole can of worms right <laughs> there, dude. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, man. Okay, so the next part is, I have actually two questions for both you and I. Um, nice. But I'm, I'm going to ask you. Uh, so, why do you think fasting has gained so much popularity here recently? Huh. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I think because uh, one thing, a lot of like health experts are finding a lot of amazing uh, benefits to it. Um, There's increased studies showing, you know, Mm -hmm. like I actually wrote down this number talking, we were talking about autophagy. Okay. Um, I forget exactly. I think, I think her name was a health coach, Kate on YouTube. Okay. Okay. Yeah. um, Who's a a fellow primal health, uh, Institute graduatee. And, um, is that what you say? Graduatee? I have no idea, man. I'm gonna go with Um, it. (laughs) But she said, uh, she mentioned that a a certain study and sorry, I forget exactly what study it was, but at about 36 hours, autophagy is increased by 300%. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So your cells are, I mean, and honestly, I, I don't remember, I think I've done one or two 36-hour uh, fasts. So I haven't done that many. You know what I mean? And so the feeling of your body uh, really cleaning house and like ramping up your your cellular process, you know, and, and cleaning process by 300%, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. And the fact that we've documented that, that is so cool, you know? Um, and it's just, it, you know, it raises your human growth hormone levels. Yes. Um, yeah, it, there's so much. It reduces inflammation, and they've calculated it. You know, at 16 to 20 hours, it does something else, and then it, at 24 hours, it does. Something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it increases, or it's just really cool. And we're at a really cool time in health where we can actually yeah. see the science behind all this cool stuff. Finally so, coming out into the yeah. into the light. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think honestly, man, people want to lose weight. Well, yeah. And so absolutely. I think that's why it's it's becoming a, a big a big. Um, I don't want to say fad because mm-hmm. it's not a fad. It's, right, right. it's science and yeah. it's legit. Yeah. And we're biased, you know, because we do it. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I mean, if there's well, anyone out there that has any, any comments on the inverse of, yeah. of what we're talking about, that open up the discussion, you know, 
because this is beautiful stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I've only heard of issues with the thyroid gland be, mm. or adrenals as well, I believe, uh, mm. being an issue with fasting. But aside from that, yeah, I think there's really, um, there's yeah. so much to be had from fasting. Aside from even health-wise, this is also going to create, you know, in my, I, I really feel it creates a lot of um, mental toughness in a way, right? Because yeah, to I go love, without love food... That. Dude, I mean, that's a, that is a... Creates a little discipline, you know? Very much so. Because if you think about it, food is just a natural desire that your body's going to have, you know? And it's easy to do. Yes. And uh, yeah, I I mean, it's delicious, right? Like it's, 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 uh, people pay tons of money to eat, right? right? right. So, uh, it's a really interesting thing to take that control and, you know, choose when you want to eat and stuff. So I think that also plays a really big role. I like yeah, that. I love that. I think it totally, <clears throat> totally builds some mental like fortitude and toughness yes. as well. You know, that's, and that's part of it for me, big time. That's part of like the spiritual aspect of it too, is like, you know, food, food definitely for me is a relationship. You know, I have a relationship with my food. I, I, I talk to my food. I bless my food, yes, right? We, we, we say grace and yes. we, we accept the nourishment into our bodies. Yes. Um, and fasting is taking that away. Right. And mm-hmm. so now you're, it's just you and your body. Yes. And like about, about yesterday, I told you yesterday, um, around hour 10 or so my stomach, I could feel, you know, something happening. Like it was finishing up the, the digestive system. It was really turning. And I'm like, man, I got some knots in my stomach. Mm -hmm. It didn't, didn't feel too great, but I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm powering through this and like come 10 hours later at hour 24, hour 20 feeling solid. Yeah. I woke up, was not hungry. Mm -hmm. Even during our workout, we, we, yeah, cause we worked out at the end of our workout, which we're going to yes, get into sir. a little bit of the, of the strategy behind that, but it's just really cool. It's you and your body and you don't have to think about food. Now it's tough because in the beginning, when you start intermittent, intermittent fasting, you're thinking about food cause you're, you're not having it right. And you're like, ah, oh, I need to eat. I need to eat. But just, if we can just get through that and have a little mental toughness to push through that a little bit, it's, it's a beautiful feeling. Oh yeah, absolutely it is, Caleb. Um, All right, y'all, we are going to take a break here to keep these episodes at, you know, shorter lengths because these are going to go on for a long time, but there is... Bite-sized chunks. Yeah, bite-sized chunks here, intermittent pieces, all right? (laughs) Um, But please tune in to the next episode because it will be the second part of this where... I will be covering a couple key pieces, and so will Caleb, such as what is happening between each time interval in your fast. Cool. Uh, what, else, what else from you, Caleb? Um, I'm going to talk about the kind of myth around um, degrading muscle during your fast. So it, everyone, you know, not everyone, I'm sorry, I misspoke, but a lot of people think that, oh, if I fast, I'm going to start losing muscle, um, and it is just scientifically proven not to be true um, up until a certain point obviously if you go yeah but we're going to get into that and also how to capitalize on what's going on in your body as far as insulin and mTOR and how to capitalize on like more muscle growth and how to get the most out of your fast as far from a fitness perspective and muscle growth perspective 
So awesome. Yeah. No, you guys, you need to tune into this next episode. It's going to be good. We're also going to talk about our own experiences in fasting, how we got into it. We're going to talk about the importance of salt and minerals in a fast. Yeah. We're going to talk about uh, how fasting might actually be bad if you go too long with it. So mm. we're going to talk about that. And we will also highlight how specific religions also do fasts as well as a part of their practice. So nice. please tune into this next episode. You will not be sorry. And uh, that's going to be it from us. Well, I think I think we're also going to mention what foods to break the fast with. Beautiful. Right? I love that. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, we'll talk about what we used as well. Suggested foods, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about our, our longer fast that we did and what we used to break the fast as well. I love it. I love it, Caleb. All right, you guys. Everybody, uh, you know how this goes. Do everything with good intentions. And I am so grateful for all of you. Peace. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.